1: So the new education minister wants a a new contract in place sooner than later. But I think without question, it's going to be ambitious to do before the start of the year. In fact, uh, the minister uh, said the unions have a moral obligation to get the deal. But as we all know, morals really have zero to do with labor unions in this province. And those are my words, not the uh, words of the minister. They want a deal. They want money. They want pensions. They want what they want. And they will not hesitate to walk out. In order to get that, unless, of course, the new minister of education is a, you know, able to build a bridge that never seems to get built under a conservative government. Education Minister Stephen Lecce joining us now. Good to have you, sir. Uh, You're new to the role. You're not certainly new to politics, however. But this is going to be a challenging gig for you because you're trying to get ahead of things. And I know you want to deal with the teachers before the deadline, but that generally is not how it goes. So what makes you think that you can bring this thing to the table and actually get that deal done before the August 31st deadline?
0: Well, first off, thank you for having me on the show, Alex. It's a pleasure to do this in this new capacity as Ontario's Minister of Education. uh, I am just elated to have the role. We have 2 million young people under our carriage. And I want parents to know and educators and students who are listening today to know that my singular focus is enabling our young people to reach their full potential. It's not just a transfer of knowledge. You know, I always say that the metric of, of success for me as the minister is not just the, for young people to attain knowledge, but it's the application of knowledge in the workforce. And so that is a, a value system and a spirit that I'm bringing to the ministry. I want young people to have the dignity of good jobs. Now, I am obviously an optimistic person, I'm a realistic person. I appreciate, as you said, Alex, we have you know tough discussions and negotiations, but so far, I will say that the meetings I've had, the calls I've made, i made calls to every union leader in the province of Ontario, literally, Alex, three or four hours, two or three hours after I was appointed minister. I'm not sure there's even precedent for that, but I called them all, and I've been meeting with them today, and I'll be doing more tomorrow, because I believe it is in the public interest to drive a deal as soon as possible. And so, yes, I want to drive a deal expeditiously. I'm calling on all sides to do that. But I obviously value that there's got to be good faith discussions between now and then. My mission is to encourage the partners to come to the deal come to the table with ideas within the fiscal realities and get a deal that puts students first, keeps them in the classroom. and ultimately, you know, gives them uh, the opportunities they deserve in September and beyond.
1: And so how did they react? Because you talked about it being a moral obligation for a deal to get done. And, and what was the, the reaction of the unions? Because at the end of the day, uh, Mr. Lecce, they do want a deal and they want that deal to include better money, better um, you know benefits, better pensions, all, of, all the things that we've seen in the past. That's not going to go away um, and we don't have that to give. So when you say moral obligation to get this done, how did they react to that?
0: Well, I don't want to prejudice what they I – mean, I'll let them speak for themselves. I'll just say to you that the meetings were amicable, they were honest, they were frank. Uh, we laid out each other's perspectives, and I listened, really, for, to be quite frank, more than I spoke, because I wanted to give forum to inform me about their uh, membership and their concerns and the priorities they have vis-à-vis Education Ontario. What I can tell you is that we are trying to drive an outcome – and we're trying to encourage them to get um, moving all parties at the table to reach a deal. And I think that is in the public interest. I think that is in the student interest. And I would argue that that's something that all parties, I think, based on my early read, uh, desires. And so I think that's that's a good thing. I would just want to keep the momentum going. And I also ultimately want students to, uh, of course, stay in the classroom, but ultimately get a good positive learning experience in September. Because, you know, there's a lot at stake. I mean, we live in a global economy with increasingly competitive challenges. We have a skilled workforce and other provinces and jurisdictions around us upping their game in the context of STEM and other, um, you know, transferable skills that are needed in the modern economy. So I'm taking this process seriously. Yesterday on day, you know, Alex, nine, I made a transformative announcement to our careers program, putting a financial literacy, transferable skills, an emphasis on automation, on AI on the modern economy, the startup economy, entrepreneurship, leadership.
1: Yeah, it's more business business, and, and economic focus, which is good. But speaking of economics, you're going to have to, and you're going to be asked, what's in this for me? Show us the dollars. And we know that uh, I think it was announced a 1% increase max. Will there be money on the table uh, for teachers and education in the fall?
0: Look, I'm listening to their priorities. I mean, I've literally just come out hours ago from meeting with them. So I'm not going to prejudice the discussion, and I think you appreciate I can't I can't yeah. negotiate on, on the air. But I understand those are real questions, and I'm here to listen to their value proposition about what's in the interest of students, of taxpayers, of educators, of all of us. I don't want to see a deal reached. Uh, we're going to be reasonable, pragmatic, but at the end of the day, My mission is to ensure that students are at the center of the negotiation, that their success is what drives the deal. And I'm going to be that champion at the table. Uh, And I'm going to be very proud to highlight some of the successes we've made, particularly in mental health, more than doubling those contributions in the classroom. I made those messages known to our partners in education, and I want to see more success in that area, particularly for vulnerable students who face adversity.
1: Okay, let me stop you there then, because I've only got a couple of minutes left. Mr. Uh, uh, Ford, the Premier, uh, called into our station yesterday, and he was talking about autism, and there was some confusion about how many people are on the waiting list, who's getting what. And I understand that's a ministry that's going to have an overhaul. We're going to see what happens with the changes, but there was a comment uh, about education and autism uh, that he mentioned is autism going to be built into the education system with with uh, you know your guidance because one of the big issues teachers and the unions talk about are kids in the classroom that have behavioral problems that are either on the specter or they're struggling they're falling behind kids are getting disrupted and teachers are getting beaten up is there room in an overhaul for autism to get education to pick up and and create programs for some of these families.
0: Well, we actually, under our government and under the Premier, who called into the station yesterday, you know, I just want folks to know, we have, we're spending more in specialized education funding to support those vulnerable kids than any government in the province's history. We've more than doubled mental health funding from $16 million to $40 million annually every year.
1: But will so there, there be much- a, a linkage between, you know, Todd Smith's portfolio and the education to change it fundamentally so that, yeah. you know, maybe students who are not on a, the high part of the spectrum can get into education classes like, a you know, the way we had it when we were younger?
0: Yeah, I I would just say, you know, the two things. So first off is what I just noted about the investments. We're putting money on the table. We've done a lot. I recognize there's more to do. And I also recognize that there are, as Minister Smith said today, there are, you know, new, uh, there are more people, more young people coming into the system with higher demand comes more resources. So we recognize that, which is why those monies were put on the table in our budget. In the context of the going forward, we actually tasked experts to depoliticize the process, to put 20 autism experts, these are people yep. from clinicians to, uh, to autism advocates, to providers, to former public servants, you name it, we've given them and empowered them with a mandate to recommend the way forward with respect to this file, because I want families who have children on the, on the spectrum, and I want them to have confidence that we are making the best decisions for their children by empowering those who are on the front line. People who actually have hands-on experiential perspective to guide public policy. That's that's the right thing to do. And I'm gonna let them do their job. They're gonna be releasing a report, as I understand, you know, providing recommendations in short order. We did double the funding to over $600 million to support uh, for children and families with autism to help ensure every child gets access to support. Because as you know, under the former liberal system, three out of four got nothing. Yeah. And I find that wrong. I mean, how is that fair? For three to four kids. So we've got to get this right. We're listening. We've launched a tour, uh, a task force, and uh, they are doing a lot of work. In fact, I'll be meeting with them in the coming days to introduce myself, just a signal from as Minister of Education. I'll be working with Minister Smith seriously, as we already are, to get this right. And I don't want to, you know, get ahead of the announcement or yeah. you know, what the, what this group of, of, of experts are going to provide to us. But whatever they provide, we're going to seriously look at it because we acknowledge that they are the experts.
1: Okay, Minister, and we will pick up the conversation when that happens. I appreciate uh, you joining us. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Thank you.
1: That is Education Minister Stephen Lecce joining us here on Point on Global News Radio.